What is going on, guys? And welcome back to episode... God damn it, we do this every fucking time. Um, fucking... Oh, I was going to say 41, but that's the MCU thing. No, yeah. that's MCU, so it should be 30... 30-something 30 then, right? 30-something. Uh, I don't know. I we do this every time. <laughs> of course, I'm one of your co-hosts, uh, Stephen E. Hag, whatever. And we got the other one, DL... What's going on, guys? It's episode twenty nine, by the way. For anyone that was wondering, I'm sure I'm sure you guys are just dying to know what episode yeah. we're on. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure that matters. But of course, yeah. as you guys can see, we do have a new uh, guest. We we did announce him last week, uh, or not last week, but in the teaser post. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, what's good, y'all? I'm Jacob Blocks. Uh, I make YouTube videos about NBA basketball. Uh, just the trade line just happened, so I had a big video on that. Uh, anything, team breakdowns, player breakdowns, whatever it is, on my channel. So if you're watching this, you probably like basketball, probably would like my channel. Yes, and of course, for those of you who don't know, that's also my brother. So, yes. of course, we had to do a little little cross-promotion. Had to, had to. So, also, thanks for coming on the show. On YouTube, thank you. If you're watching this on the YouTube and I keep looking over this, my monitor's over there. So. Yes, and of course... All of his stuff will be linked in the description below. I'll link uh, his most recent video as well as his channel. Uh, so you guys can uh, take a look at that. Um, you know, subscribe to him, check him out, whatever you, you, you might want to do. Yes, sir. And while you're subscribing to him, you might as well subscribe to us too, because fuck it. Might as well. If, you're, if you subscribe to him before us, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> but if, you're, of course... if, you're, if you're finding him off our video and you're still not subscribed to us, you're a dirtbag. <laughs> It's a little crazy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, but, uh, of course, last week I did say that we would be covering Zombieland, uh, but just because we wanted to switch things around uh, when Jacob's availability and everything with that, we decided to cover Hustle first. So, But don't worry, Zombieland will be coming. It just will be coming at a very later date. Uh, but it'll still happen. So, of course, this week we are going to be covering Hustle, like I just said. But before we get into that... Uh, Episode 5 of The Last of Us dropped. It dropped early because of the Super Bowl on Sunday. So it's been about a week since we last saw it. But um, Shit was gas. Shit was fucking gas. Insane. insane. I mean, this was the, the, the mid-season. Like, this is the midpoint of the season now. Probably one of my um, favorite episodes, if not my favorite episode so far that we've gotten. I, 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 I think, mean, like, like, all the pieces are just, like, so... Are, like, we're getting very close to, like, that end game. Like, I mean, anyone who's played the game knows how it ends. So, like, we're kind of getting – I feel like we're getting really close or closer to kind of, like, that um, ultimatum. I mean, the bloater. The bloater looked oh great my God. at the end. Yeah. He I was, was fucking good, moving, bro. I thought it was a good mix of emotion in this one and then also action. I don't know how much you guys get into spoils, anything specific. Or... Um, it's, it, we, it's, I feel like it's yeah, been a good enough time. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the emotion how the episode ended. I'll still keep it clean for those of you who haven't watched it. The emotion at the end with both characters that we just got introduced and have seen go through emotions throughout the whole series so far. The action, like I said too, it was a good, good episode. This good I episode. will say, one of the things that this series so far has been doing the best is it gives us complete stories, not only in the episodes themselves, but then that connect to the overarching season as well. Like we saw with episode three and this one more specifically. Yeah, no, the over overarching, it's it's there. It's, it's a great nice. great storytelling for sure. Absolutely, and, and I mean they they, they kind of strayed from it a little bit, but they really are back to the like shot for shot, right from the video game. A lot of stuff that they're doing, and I think that's, I mean that speaks miles for it. Like there's been so many video game adaptations that have been so trash. Like there there are exceptions where some that aren't bad, but. 
Like this one is just kind of like just kind of just like breaks the curse on how how bad video like the early two thousands, we had a streak where there was legitimately some of the worst yeah, movies awful. ever created. Like they were like made by old people, supposed to be for young people, and it was just the biggest gap in terms of like content. But now I, it's I like we have the people our age are are getting into like the directing, getting into the screenwriting and stuff like that. So now you can finally kind of see. And you have the guy who wrote the game, which I think is always I was, Yeah, I was say, we literally have the guy who wrote the first game and, or the both games like doing this the see the the series. I mean, even so, like just the dialogue itself, like it's just ripped right from the game. Like I'll be sitting there yeah. and I'm like, oh, I remember Ellie and Joel having this literal conversation playing through the game. Yeah. Especially when she finds thing. the... You no, you got it. it. Uh, I was going to say, I think it's a big thing too. The actors of Joel and Ellie, I don't really know their names, but the chemistry that they have and that are really like bringing along as the characters get closer, it, it works wonders for the show and the storytelling. Pedro, Pedro Pascal is that guy. Yes, Pedro, yeah. my man. Like even that one scene where they where Ellie found like the the, the porno when she was like kind of like opening up is like how do you even walk around it yeah, like that's shot straight from the game it's like even the voice but it's like the the visuals are the same and the voices are like if you close your eyes you would legitimately think you're like, you're playing the game like it's fucking that good yeah there's, I gotta there's give props to that. subtle differences but it's more their tone and their inflection yeah. that sounds so similar that mm-hmm. and, and like I think it was Smoke that said it in the group chat when the the series first like started airing is Pedro can do Joel's accent so well. Mm-hmm. He looks a hell of a lot like him, too. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, that also helped. He's just got range. Like, like, like he can kind of just, like, play, all, like, a whole bunch of different people. Like, where I kind of thought he was, like, like, how he, who was he in Game of Thrones? I always forget his name in Game of Thrones. But, yeah, like, you have you have that version of him. Then you have the Mandalorian. And then you have this version of him. And I'm sure I'm missing a lot more performance. Wonder Woman 84? No. I'm not missing that one. <laughs> No. That movie's awful. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, but like I was saying, it's like he's got such a good range on him. And it's it's just super impressive that he can like, because like the his, his character in the Mandalorian isn't anything groundbreaking. Like he's a pretty like stoic, like just kind of Farmer like, hunter character father. Yeah, figure. exactly. But then when you kind of actually give him like that father role, and then you kind of give him like the actual lines for it, you show where it's they're kind of wasting him. Wait, because he does a fucking great job in this show. Yeah, I mean we're about to get more Pedro. In like two weeks, when we get uh, Mando season three too, so need that comes that out in two weeks, week. March first, bro. What the hell? That's they gotta weeks, start marketing. Bro. They gotta start marketing this shit, man. They've been, they've been. I haven't seen anything for that. Okay, good shit. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's enough about the Last of Us. Like we said, we'll definitely it's it's like quickly become first or one of the first on the docket for whenever we cover TV shows. So definitely stay tuned for that. But I guess we'll just move right into Hustle. Uh, this came out 2022. It was on my top 10 movies of the year. Where's my, oh, my phone's over there, but uh, I don't remember where I had it. I think it was at like six, five or six. It's a great oh, sports movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's it does have, and we talked about this when we, were, when we watched Southpaw. Uh, it does have the same overarching uh, story that all sports movies have, where it's like the 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 guy, the low guy, he. He comes up, he does something to fuck him up, then he goes down, and then he, at the end, you know, has the resolution. Like, it's it's the same formula. Yeah. We, we talked about it before. It's very formulaic. But the way that they use it in this movie is definitely done uh, very well. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I think it's also that the acting and, the again, the chemistry between the two main guys of Adam Sandler and then Juancho Hernan Gomez, who's Bo Cruz, and their chemistry that they build along through the, yeah. the whole movie really ties it together. He's fucking huge. 
fucking Joe, whatever <laughs> his sure name is. Wancho, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's like six nine, six ten. He's Jesus. yeah, he's a big. But boy. he ain't Boban though. No, yeah, no, he's not seven five. Yeah, so he's not that big. But no, when I first saw him, because like he was like the only basketball player I wasn't familiar with in the movie. When I saw him, I was like, this guy's got to be in the NBA. You're just not walking around that big and not in the NBA. So yeah, he, but, he's definitely not a household name. But yeah, he's he's in the he NBA. He did a good his fucking brother, job. Yeah, his acting was great, and then his brother also was in the NBA and in the movie, which is funny enough. So yeah, okay. I mean, yes, like, what you saying? Most they they do have plenty of household names though in this movie oh i have so fucking produced by braun made uh, like made by adam stand sandler he was gonna pull in every card possible because not only is adam sandler friends with these people like Shaq and and, and stuff like that but then of course lebron's just gonna, I, i'm lebron's gonna pull whoever he wants trey young pretty much the entire sixers yeah. Yeah, they yeah. had a lot of the sixes in there. I thought it was funny how they didn't have Ben Simmons. I thought, you know, going back, if Ben Simmons was in the movie, rewatching, knowing how all that played out, that would have been kind of fun. Yeah, no, that would be actually. I, I was looking for him in the in on the bench. Yeah, no, nah, I think they're smart enough to realize they can't put Ben in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess we can just jump into. I mean. For what it's worth, our favorite and least favorite characters. I mean, for a movie like this, like they kind of have them chiseled out, like who's the the bad guy and the good guy. Like it's not going to be super like different. Our ends. exactly. Like I mean, our, my favorite character is Adam Sandler's character, like uh, uh, Sugarman. Yeah, Sugarman. Like for the obvious reason that he's on the screen the most. Like you know, like and Bo Cruz, of course, too. He's definitely a, a number two, if not yeah. like tied for number one. I, I personally, I'm going to lean more towards um, Adam Sandler and and Stanley. Just because, like, we see how hard he's working towards it, how much he j- he just wants to be there for his family, and the only way for him to do that is to you know continue to work, continue to 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 do this because he injured himself before he could actually mm-hmm. take off his career. Uh, yeah. I'm actually throwing a curveball, I guess. Then Stan was my second favorite character. My number one was actually Kermit, who's played. Oh, by I mean, yes. Yeah, I think Chet was, yeah, Chet was talking to me. That's his favorite character too. Yeah, I think it might be then because I know you guys aren't too big into basketball, but that's basically Anthony Edwards. What he does in real life, he's, you know, he's yeah. super charismatic, yeah, exactly and smug, and yeah. Literally, so I think exactly what he said. I think seeing him on that, you know, just doing it more. You know, he's mic'd up, has the lines and everything like that. Seeing it, like, first person almost. Hey, yeah, he's that was my favorite character. I mean, he definitely yeah. didn't throw on much acting from 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 what, like, yeah. I've been told. And from, like, yeah. some clips that I've seen. But I will say, once we get to quotes and stuff, there are a couple of mine that do come from him. He's yeah, fucking he's chatting. <laughs> There's a couple of people chatting chat. in this movie. In yeah. my notes, I wrote, I wrote Kermit, shit talking on 100. Because he was yeah, going. Absolutely. He was going. Like there's that one shot. It's on the IMDb too, where these are where they're like fucking both waiting for the um the jump ball, and he's just fucking leaning oh, in. He's just whispering. I, yeah, it, it, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, for the for the teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit makes yeah, me so nah. uncomfortable, and just the way he's like kind of whispering in his ear and shit. Because I know, because I'm aware of fucking you as Kermit in that, Jacob. If I'm not mistaken, what was that? I think in the teaser, I tagged you as Kermit in that exact picture that Jacob that deal's talking about. Yeah, no, nah, that was fitting because he did end up on the rewatch, definitely becoming my favorite character, Kermit. He he did his thing the whole whole movie. Yeah, good villain. I mean, then go on the opposite side of that coin. Least favorite. I mean, I guess I have to give it to the the exec that took over. You know, the suit. Bald of course. suit. It, bald, it, bald suit. The fucking the bald suit. The suit is always the villain in every fucking movie. I hate yeah. fucking suits. Yeah. 
But um, uh, it's so he's just such cookie cutter villain that like you have to hate him. Also, yeah. there's something about that actor that that just is off to me. I don't know what else he's been in, and I feel like I've seen him in something else, but he just. You- Ben just kind of looked like a, a generic bald man to me. He he, he looks very punchable. He looks like a Walmart Jesse from fucking Breaking <laughs> Bad. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm looking at him because I'm trying to figure out because I kind of see that familiarity too. But I really because I'm trying to see what other movies he's been in because I've and I don't even recognize any of these. It could just be because yeah. he's just a generic bald guy. It might be. It, it, you <laughs> might be right. It could be. Yeah. yeah I literally. I, he. Had, I had him as my least favorite character, and I wrote down a quote. He said. Uh, when Stan, he first brought Bo over, and uh, he was Vince was like, oh, no, we're not going to take him, you know, make sure you send him home, whatever. Um, and he said, yeah, you're going to have to miss another one of your daughter's birthday. Like, how, do you, how do you say yeah. that without thinking, like, oh, I'm being a dickhead right now? Like, yeah. Some suits are just like that, though, which is which I, is the sickening part. I guess. We don't care about definitely that. My, definitely my least favorite character, too. And I'm not even going to say... Kermit isn't my least favorite character by any means. I think just by his name being Kermit is why is why he's 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 number two for least favorite character. I like Anthony Edwards is fucking hilarious. He's got some great post like the man's a menace in real life and in this movie. I think he was yeah. great. I just don't know why they had to call him Kermit. Why can't he just play himself? Because like it would have made more sense if he just played himself. Because it's not like he was acting over like he was I just think playing they just himself. Wanted, because if they would have made him Anthony Edwards, then it would have been. Yeah weird it with him made being sense, in the yeah. combine yeah so i think yeah. they were just making him a new character so that way that he could because they wanted yeah. him to be himself but it wouldn't yeah, have same worked with, yeah, yeah it's the same thing with fucking bo cruz i'm not even gonna try to pronounce the guy's name but i'm just gonna call him <laughs> bo cruz like where he's an nba player but he's not fucking tech he's technically exactly. over fucking yeah yeah but i guess then we could just move on to uh make or break moments i believe that's what's next yep mm-hmm. make or break moments i mean of course, the one that, that Joe posted for the reel, um, where Adam Sandler's yelling at Bo, like, he's like, come on, get your head in the game. You want to win this game. You want to be in the NBA. Let's make this happen. Like, obviously, that's got to be one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. I also think, for me personally, the ending, like, I just think that ends perfectly with Bo going, to, I believe it was to the Celtics. Yeah. Um, and then Stanley finally getting the position that he wanted on the bench for the Sixers. And Bo not actually going to the Sixers. I just think it was it was just it, it ended very perfectly. It was very heartwarming. Definitely. Yeah, I had for my make a break. I had uh, Bo's first scrimmage against Kermit. Um, I thought a lot of times when like sports in general are portrayed in movies, it's kind of like if you're a sports fan, you know, like it's it's not accurate to what would like it doesn't look like real sports or whatever. The whole time it looked like real basketball. Like oh, there wasn't any real basketball. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, but it, it looked clean to the eye as a basketball fan. And then also, yeah. I really liked the the quick edits and everything. Like once Kermit was kind of getting into Bo's head, they changed up the editing style. Where it was quick edits here, 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 here to show like the overwhelmness that Bo was feeling in that scene before you know he just kind of broke down. So I really liked that scene. You're talking about the one before the combine, right? Yeah, the the first scrimmage he versus him, not not when he you know slammed against yeah, yeah. slammed him on the floor or whatever. Just when he played bad, and you could tell it was he was getting into his head. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say something pretty similar to what you said, Jacob. Where like a lot of these sports movies, like they kind of are a love letter to the sport that they're about, and this one is definitely for basketball. I mean, no surprise, but like it's just when you have LeBron James as a producer, you have Adam Sandler on, and they both obviously love basketball. You kind of just have like these super realistic like 
for lack thereof, just basketball games happening on screen. Like you said, like the, the fluidity of it, just the way that it looks when they're playing. Like it legitimately looks like you're watching a scrimmage because, I mean, most of these guys are actual NBA players. But like it's yeah. just super like like you said, with the editing, like the shots, it looks like you're watching a basketball game where you're like the under the rim. Fucking like you did so many different shots that really did make you feel like you were watching like a real movie. Another thing I'll add yeah. to it is I uh, not, not to cut you off. Uh, the one thing I'll add to it is I think another thing that helps with this movie is the fact that they have so many real people actually in it. Like you have like the you have fucking I mean, Kenny's for some, for some reason is Leon or whatever it is. But like you have Kenny's a lot here. of like, like, you know, like, like, like Hank said, you have like Tobias Harris, like you have all the fucking Sixers just cooling out. It's like, all right, you have like the atmosphere actually built up. Like you could believe that these are the Sixers, like they're just cooling. I think I think that's what definitely helps them is them having all of these NBA cameos, whether they're playing themselves or not. It just helps fill this atmosphere where it's like it actually feels like a basketball movie, not something like um, like like Mike, for instance, where you have like, yeah, you have Michael Jordan or or like one or two players in there and then just a bunch of extras. Yeah. Yeah, I think what really probably puts it over the top is Adam Stanler is a huge basketball fan and like a bunch of his movies, you know, Uncut Gems is another good Adam Stanley movie, which is based around basketball, basketball, more loosely basketball, but still, even in Grown Ups, he had scenes with basketball. Like, you could tell it's a big part of Adam Stanley's, you know, life and coming up as a kid and everything. So, I think that definitely helps him portray it well across the screen. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finally glad Adam Sandler's straying away from the, uh, the comedy area because the last two movies he's released that aren't comedies have been heat. Yeah. I think he flashed a little bit of his serious stuff with Click. Click was still a uh, a comedy, but like he there there were some serious moments in there. But now he's really bringing it out for like full performances and everything. It's it's looking. Yeah, nice. I mean, Uncut Gems was literally Oscar worthy, and then they just snubbed him. Yes, yes, I love that movie, Uncut Gems. They always go with the beard too. The beard definitely adds. Like I feel like he looks so dopey looking without the beard. Like that kind of adds to his serious like look to him. Because whenever I see him without the beard, I just imagine like the grown ups era. All like basically any other comedy he did in like the early to mid two thousands. Fifty first dates, fucking uh, big daddy. Yeah. Was, like, literally, name, like, literally anything. Yeah, all of them. The fuck, there, but, was a, there was a break moment that I had that was stupid that I forgot. Ah, eh, whatever. It's not important. I was. I don't really have too many. The the movie for the most part can yeah. be very entertaining throughout. Like what? I do have one break. I was kind of nitpicking at this, I guess, because we it all the time here. So that's yeah. So, so when Stan first sees Bo overseas, when he's still in Spain or whatever, sees him, he sees him play one pickup game against random people that are not professionals, and then immediately calls his boss like, "Yo, we gotta bring this guy. He's the next whatever, whatever." Apparently, he's supposed to be this big, nice scout and everything, but off of one pickup game, yeah. he decides that this guy is the next LeBron James, Michael Jordan, whatever. Like, I, that kind of was. What did he say? Scotty Pippen had a baby with, with a wolf. wolf. Yeah, I didn't really get that either, but um, I thought that was just a little insane how, you know, you would think Stan, since being, he's such a big, highly whatever scout, he would kind of go through it more yeah. slowly, but he just... Maybe maybe that's why he, he saw that, because I think it had to do a lot with what, with, with uh, him being in Tim's when he was doing it too, which was a little ridiculous, yeah, but he's literally playing that basketball game so well in Tim's, in unlaced yeah. Tim's at that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he ended up being right. Obviously, you know, Bo made the NBA. So, but I still, in the moment, I was like, why are you vouching for this guy that you barely No, I mean, yeah, it, it is very, I mean, I did find it funny what came after that when he's on the, on the, um, on the bus and he's talking through the, the translator. 
Because that's how the scouts be sounding, bro. That's literally how scouts sound. That's why it was so funny to me. It's like, oh, it's like you're such a big, strong guy. It's like you look at some of these drafting reports. That's exactly what they sound like. A huge man who knows how to use his fucking, like, his hands or something. Like, that's how they talk. That was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, honestly, because of that. Because you you finally get to see it. It's like, all right, it translated to another language. It sounds so sus, but it's like. You're this a dream is to it. a guy like me. And he looks yeah, at you like, exactly. what the fuck are you on? He gets right <laughs> off that bus, yeah. It's like this how these guys great talent. Like sometimes they be talking about their bodies a little too much and what they can do with them. But I mean, <laughs> look, but to each their own. Yeah, I guess so. That just ain't for me. Oh, the break moment I had was it was just, I just think the training compilation was a little too long. Like towards like that um like the yeah end of, I like, can the see middle. that. Like they, they definitely they, trimmed a couple of minutes. Like the amount of times we saw him run up that hill was a little too much for me. Like I mean, <laughs> I think I think the overall like. The training was, I think it was a very, it was a lot more interesting than just like throwing a bunch of loud music over the him just lifting weights and shit, which I think I can, I like that. But even so, I think they kind of trimmed it down a little bit. Like this movie probably could have been an hour, 40 minutes. I could see, yeah. I mean, the, the definitely the, the running up the hill, yeah, because they cut through to and from that like 15 times in that montage. Like mm-hmm. they could have just did the one at the end, the beginning, like showing him struggling to get up it. And then one at the end where it's the same shot, just cut different times of him like wearing or, the different thing or different times a day and that's it like they could have been fine with that but instead we needed to see him run up that hill like 17 times shows you the repetition he had to go through i guess yeah like it may i think it it makes sense it's just that like i just think it was too long like you could have just had the quick compilations compared to like those long videos that they were throwing over but that's that's nitpicking 101 for you like it's not that deep (laughs) i don't care that much yeah i mean i i I do the same thing nitpicking as well it says um, it's just instantly, as soon as he realizes that Bo's upset, uh, fucking Queen Latifah. Why was I about to say Queen Latifah? Um, because that's her name. That is her name, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah fucking is like, oh, it's his daughter. And then all of a sudden the daughter's there. Like that, that happened very fast. I will say like, they definitely could have, I'm glad they didn't spend more time on that because it definitely could have been very outdrawn but they definitely could have spent maybe a, a tad more time on it instead of it just being like oh he's depressed oh it's the daughter the daughter's there okay. yeah i guess yeah. i guess again, that. i mean i really i nitpicking here yeah i would say it's pretty good if we all had to nitpick to find a break moment in yeah. this movie you know that kind of shows how, how decent at least what the movie was uh, absolutely i agree well, I guess we can just go into quotes. Um, whoever wants to, to start that. I guess I'll go with this quote. This quote was repeated three times throughout the movie, all in pretty powerful moments. Uh, the first time it was said, the quote is, never back down. It was uh, Rex, the original owner of the Sixers. Uh, that was his last words to stand right before, you know, he was like, oh, you got this office, everything. You know, I believe in you. You know, he drops off his daughter at the movie theater, I think it was, finds out Rex died. So I'm sure that hit him, you know, hit him hard. Sets the tone for, like, the whole movie of, like, the, the drive that's in Stan, that he's never going to back down. Uh, the second time he says it is Stan goes and now in turn says it to Bo. He says it after his first bad scrimmage saying, never back down. You know, you want to make this NBA thing happen. We got to have it, you know, got to push through it, all the adversity and everything. And then the third time, it wasn't said, but it showed up on Bo's tattoo on his forearm mm-hmm. uh, at the last scene. 
when he was hugging Stan, you know, they made it. They both got their dream positions where they want to be on his, uh, he got a tattoo that says never back down on his forehead, I mean, on his forearm. Um, and another little thing in that, he got it on his left arm, it was, and on that arm is where he jokingly says he has all his tattoos for his dad, which it was empty. Now he has that kind of showing he sees Stan as a father figure now after taking him throughout that whole thing. I oh, completely forgot about that point. With the, that shit went, that shit went right over head. my head. Yeah, that oh, shit went right over thing? my. Yeah, it's like I saw, I saw that tattoo, but I didn't really like put two and two together. Like I saw, yeah, it, I, I, I forgot that he said that the left one, like the the, the line about his dad, completely yeah, forgot it was about empty that. for his dad, and now he got one there, which is a quote that Stan said to him. That's that's cute. That's that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's that's definitely cute. I think it's cool too because Rex was kind of you know I have the other quote right here is Stan saying right after he died it says uh there was one guy who knew what I was capable of and he died to show like kind of the connection that Stan had to Rex and then the same connection that Stan moved on to Bo as that you know instead of being the the mentee I guess is that what it's yeah. called yeah, he became the mentor he became the mentor to Bo and passed that saying along I thought that was really nice. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely cute. That's definitely one of. The, I mean, it's it's the one that definitely drives the whole movie. I mean, they definitely they literally zoom in on the tattoo at the end to to make sure you you get emphasis on it. But uh, one that I liked was uh was from uh, Stan, and he 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 says he's like guys in their fifties don't have dreams; they have nightmares, and eczema, and eczema, and eczema. No, it's it's just it's just to, like put in a mindset like yeah like some people you may think as you get older like you can't achieve your dreams but you just got to keep pushing for it because even though Stan thought that in the end he still got his dream he got his the position he wanted yeah yes uh, I mean that the only one I had is they can't kill you if you're dead because mo- most of my other ones were said. I got the other one that I had with the um, talking about men in their fifties don't have dreams; they just have nightmares and eczema. And ED. Yeah, I mean, I got ED now, and I'm that's not true. 50, so, um, I, another one is Kermit. Uh, Kermit, is, is that your daughter? So where's her mom at? <laughs> I hate the that. way he was chatting, bro. I hate I'll, the way I'll he was chatting. Dad. Show, you, show her what a real man can do. Nah. Stan, yeah, he, Kermit was going crazy. Yeah, that's what he was. He was doing the most. Like, like that shit was like literally, like every single time they cut to his like face, he was in his ear whispering something to him. Like he was working overtime, making sure he was in his head. Like that shit was. I don't fucking... know what it's like over in Spain, but uh, it's wrong here to have to have babies with your mama. Yeah, he's just fucking. Olay, bitch! I thought that was cool yeah. when they said that back and forth. And then I have a, a funny one that Stan said to uh, Bo. He said it in Spanish, trying to just, you know, get his mind right. Say, get fucked by a fish, dumbass. <laughs> I feel like that's a, a wild as, you know, thing to say to someone, but you got to get his head right. <laughs> or, yeah, or at the end where, where Stan's like, your mom's a whore. And <laughs> or, or he says he, he says something about, about Bo's mom. And he looks yeah. like, he's like, that don't work on me no more. <laughs> I don't work like that no more. Fucking wrong movie. <laughs> it's a fucking. We, we just watched Civil movie. War. We watched Civil War yesterday or two days ago. So that movie tough. That movie so tough. Civil War. No more about Civil War. I don't. know. Any either of you have any more quotes that you want to? I mean, boy, um, you. Oh, okay. Uh, we keep doing that. Um, yeah, I know. 
Uh, I had one that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, it was between Matisse Stiebel and Kyle Lowry. Uh, Bo says, oh, I'm a huge fan, by the way, and walks away. And Kyle Lowry says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know who Kyle Lowry is? Yeah. Yeah. Raptors legend. Raptors legend, bro. Is? No. That, so that goes into the quote. Yeah. yeah. So he goes, he goes, how you know he's talking to you? And he goes, come on, bro. Because <laughs> unless you're an NBA fan, you're not going to know Matisse Stiebel. You're not going to be a big fan of Matisse Stiebel. No disrespect. What does he play but- for? He's, he plays for the Sixers. He actually just got traded uh, um, like a few days ago. He's in Portland now. But, yeah, he was one of the Sixers guys that was in the movie. That's at the time, at least. I also love how they had fucking Steph's brother in there. Yeah, Seth. He was Steph. on the Sixers then, too. That's yeah, what. Seth. They had a bunch of guys. Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, Long Island legend. Shout out my guy. Looks like J. Cole. He yep, does kind of look exactly. like, like a 6'10 J. J. Cole or whatever he is. <laughs> Well, he even, talk, he even talks like him, too. Like, they have the same fucking mannerism shit. But whatever. Uh, I was going to say another quote I had was when Stan was talking to him about asking, like, does he love the game and shit? Because that's clearly, like, straight out of LeBron's fucking mouth. Like, that, 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 that was, like for LeBron being the producer of this movie, this is his, this is his share. Yeah, he's and like, his- I don't want a cameo. Make I just want I, 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 I just want Stan to spend fucking two minutes talking about how much he loves the game of basketball. I, it was a good quote, like that whole entire monologue. I'm not going to do the entire thing, but I think it was very touching. It was very good. But I like when I heard that, I was like, "This is LeBron saying this right now." Le- LeBron cooked good, this up. Stan had a couple of good monologues in this movie for sure. Yeah, he 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 did his thing for sure in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Also, also shout out to the Boa Challenge. The Boa Challenge. <laughs> Who was oh fucking hell? Who was the guy? That got that got that cooked up. Tobias Harris. Was it Tobias Harris? Wait, no, 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 he, no, no, no. He, no, I'm talking about the older one. Oh, Doctor J. Doctor J. Yes. Serving. I thought you talked. I thought you meant the guy that got cooked because Tobias Harris got cooked. On no, the no, he down. did get cooked, and then he, and then he's like <laughs> rematch. He's like, I'm ready for the rematch at the end. Yeah. So, but I guess um, we can go into yeahites. I know Jacob, you said beforehand that you had one. Uh, no, I said I didn't have any. Oh, you said you didn't honestly. have one. Yeah, I was I was really nitpicking at every time I saw basketball, but like I mentioned before, it, it was fluid, looked mm-hmm. like real basketball being played, because that was already, like, before I watched the movie again, I was like, there's probably going to be a moment where there's you know, yeah, a and, and, or a bad shoot form or whatever. But, and if anybody um, was going to notice it out of the three of us, it would have been you. Yeah, no, nah, it, it looked all good for me. Yeah, I mean, the only yeah I would even think is maybe, like, them just fucking ragging on Bo Cruz so much when, like, you have a guy who's clearly going to the NBA shitting on. You're like, bro, if you're getting shit on by an NBA player, it's like, all right, that's expected. Like, even if you are an NBA player, like, there's still levels. There's still fucking, like, different fucking, like, levels to each NBA player. Like, he, like, he could still go and still be getting washed by fucking Edwards. Like, it doesn't change the fact that he's still an NBA player. I also find but- it hysterical that they get mad because of his anger issues and all this shit and... Have you seen some of the players in, in the NBA or the NFL and, and all their rap sheets and all their like like they're they're harping on this man because he slammed his hand into a into a fucking floor. Team Mean, meanwhile, you got all this other fucking yeah. housewife beaten and animals. It was just yeah. a, a like a, a brawl that happened like a week or two ago in the NBA. It was like one guy. Pulled up on the bench, and then the whole bench just got up and started just swinging. <laughs> oh, that's just the best. Yeah, shout, out Austin Rivers. shout out Austin Rivers, man. One on five. <laughs> he's still in the league? Bro, that's yeah, crazy. He don't really be playing that much, but yeah. he's there. He's called that's what I'm saying. He wanted to get his ass kicked real quick. Doc, Doc Rivers holding it down for him. Damn, that's crazy, bro. He's still in the league. I, I, I just haven't been watching it this season, but like previous seasons, I used to watch it a lot, but not so much this season. I don't really watch the NBA until like – 
the finals. Not the All-Star finals. All-Star weekend. Like the this weekend, boys. All-Star what? weekend. Oh, just, All-Star yeah. weekend. Fucking better make the Pro Bowl look like a chump show. They actually, they actually have good skills competitions. Pro Bowl yeah. I didn't really watch the, the flag football. I didn't, wasn't really interested. Go with all that. The only thing I know is that the ref was like fucking three feet tall. That's the only thing I remember from the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. I saw they had a um, a catch, not to go too much on a tangent, but they, they had a catch competition, kind of like the dunk contest. They yeah, did like, the, the flashy pad or flashy catch contest or whatever. Yeah, they've been doing that for a couple of years, I'm pretty sure. But like, oh, they really? could, Yeah, because I remember when Odell was in like on the Giants, I think still, I'm pretty sure they had like, they had to wear, they had like four spots. We had to run like certain spots like in a fucking half yeah, circle. It, it wasn't like that though. Like they literally had, it was like Stefan Diggs was going, he was like behind cheerleaders. And, like, oh, yep, 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 like, yep, yep, yep. It was like an actual like contest thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous when Diggs was just fucking posted up behind all the cheerleaders. That was out of that was out of line, bro. Because there's that one shot of it where like he's looking directly at I think it's uh, Atlanta, like Atlanta cheerleaders' ass or something like. There's yeah. one shot where it's wild. It's, I mean, he, he he took advantage of his situation. Yeah, he was taking a look. But I mean, I guess if we're talking about ass, yeah, perfect uh, transition. Yeah, it's like, beautiful. I, I'm always, I hope I'm always on that. I I had three of them in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't see anything too much. That's why I'm, I'm going in real close. And I was going to say, besides the, I'm going to back it up. Cause I'm about to say boobies really loud. Boobies. No, but <laughs> besides the, but besides like that one scene, like them at the pool, was there much else? I had, yeah, I had that one where he was like, yo, please look at these titties, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Kenny> the Jet <laughs> Smith. I had uh, on the, on the bus where I have the quote, it says, I couldn't take my eyes off you. You're a fantasy for a guy like me. Mm, that was okay. a little wild. Yeah, and then, okay. um, in the hotel, Bo was buying way too much porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was my man was wild. just horny. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Well, that wasn't me. It's like, well, okay, it was me. Yeah, when the, uh, when his wife is like, tell him that shit's free on the internet. <laughs> he's, still, he's still buying that shit pay-per-view. That's crazy. I mean, he, when he, he comes from a country where I guess you really don't have access to it like that. He needs that before them fucking scrimmages, bro. He needs that quick one. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure fucking almost every every major league player has to fucking get one off. Except for the one football player that fucking takes Viagra before he, every game. Who the fuck is that? Pause, bro. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no Not bad. But fucking. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know who's fucking popping the blue pill before fucking the game. <laughs> before he starts tackling men for six. No, nah, hold on. Hold on. I, I'm, I'm dead ass. Hold on. Player who took. I feel like that's the one thing, the one drug you wouldn't take before you play football. Like, I can understand anything else, but why do you want to be chubbed up? Why do you want to be chubbed up playing football? Yeah, that's that's a wild thing. I'm not going to lie. I don't uh, know. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Chad Ochocinco. He's oh. got to be capping, bro. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? He also <laughs> said that he ate McDonald's every single day while he was in the league. I feel like that's got to be capping. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's like, maybe, maybe he did it once, and now all of a sudden he does it every game, like type yeah. shit. That, that, yeah, I, Taylor did I, smoke I crack that. before every game, though. That's <laughs> I mean, I mean, fucking Aaron Rodgers is playing games off perks, so yeah, yeah. nah. <laughs> he in his dark room right now, looking for the light. You heard about that? <laughs> what? Yeah. He said he said before he decides if he wants to play football, go back to the Packers or request a trade. He's going into a pitch dark room and taking ayahuasca. To, to lead the way to his this man cannot go to a big market team bro if you bring him to a big market team he's gonna get yeah. laughed he's gonna if get he laughed at jets, in new york if he goes to the jets bro it's 
get shot. He's, he's gonna get laughed. He's gonna get laughed at in New York. He's a fucking weirdo, man. I like, will give like, him credit though. He don't. He don't really care. He doesn't. Yeah. Really care oh, he doesn't give a fuck. Whatever people say about him, he just does his thing. So. Yeah. He's just a clown. You don't see that that often. Like that's my. I was one of my biggest beasts with the NBA. Is like how soft some of these guys are. Like how you can be like eight feet tall, be one of some of the richest men on the planet, and be so good at something and still be so sensitive. Like that's my biggest beef with some of these guys. But. Most football players, I feel like it's not the same because they're also like in pads and shit. So like, it's not the same. Like they also all have CTE. That's true. Yeah, I mean that's also true. Don't tell them that though. <laughs> yeah, the Don't CTE doesn't exist. But yeah. I guess um, then, of course, DL, if you want to start getting it pulled up. Oh fuck! Every Saturday, we take to Instagram at the Staincast to ask you guys a lovely question, get you involved. Sometimes it's generic. Sometimes it's based on the movie we're watching. This week. <laughs> We asked you guys what your favorite sports movie was, because, uh, of course, it dealt with this, because even though this isn't technically the first sports movie we're covering. Uh, what other sports movie you guys will cover? I was like, technically, um, Southpaw. Southpaw is a sports movie, because it's a boxing movie. That's true. Uh, yeah. besides, besides that, we haven't covered uh, anything else. God damn it, it's not fucking put in the highlights. Fuck. I mean, Personally, for me, I mean, sport, sports movies are not my favorite genre. I mean, Jacob, as you know, I didn't really grow up a big sports kid. I more got into that as I got older. Yeah. Um, but in general, sports movies are the most formulaic. I was about to say, I feel like a lot of the times they could end up being corny. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys watched Space Jam 2. I know it's a kid's movie. It's supposed no, to be a kid's no, movie. I watched no, it when I was, I like, 19 it. years old. But it was, it was not... The best, in my opinion. There was a lot was a of corny moments. Movie. That was a like god-awful that. Yeah, movie. it was a lot of corny moments. It, it had some good moments. Like, I appreciate, like, them bringing Rick and Morty. Like, that was that was pretty funny. Like, like there, Yeah, there's they some, definitely had good cameos. Them bringing out Michael that. B. Jordan instead of Michael Jordan. That was funny. <laughs> but but that movie is awful. That movie's god-fucking awful. Yeah, I feel like a lot of sports movies can kind of take that route of just being corny and, like, shallow story, shallow characters type of thing. But this yeah, movie, I know. Definitely Some of them, of course, are, are going to be classics regardless, though. And I'm sure we're going to yeah. see them right here. So, DL, if you want to read those off before we talk about ours. Well, there's a toss going on. There's freaking... Only Paco fucking said his favorite sports movie. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so you did, but I was just going to say you guys say. So, yeah. you said... So, uh, we asked you guys uh, favorite sports movie. And one besides Jacob, one person responded. So... Um, preface, fuck you. Um, you fucking coward. So, favorite sports... <laughs> so, uh, we said we asked you guys favorite sports movie over on Instagram. Uh, Jacob, you said Uncut Gems. I don't know. I know you talked about it a little bit beforehand. I don't know if you had anything else. Yeah, I, um... So, I seen that in the theaters. Um, I really didn't know <laughs> what I was expecting. with that one. I don't, I don't really know what I was expecting, but when I came in there, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting because it was, like, the first, like, full-length, serious Adam Sandler movie I watched. Uh, but I thought it was it was fantastic. They had Kevin Garnett in it. He was the main, or it might have been the only NBA player that was in it. But again, I don't know if you guys know Kevin Garnett and his personality. He's known as the biggest shit talker in probably NBA history. He one time said uh, to Tim Duncan on Mother's Day, after Tim Duncan's mom just died like a year or two before that, he said, happy Mother's Day, bitch, after dunking on him. Just to show you the character and the shit talking that, yeah. So I thought him coming in that movie with that intensity was, you know, really it nice. was funny. Everything, yeah. He he fit very well in that. Uh, the intensity of that movie, just all the way through, and then the twist ending at the end, 
Yeah, it, it took, I left that theater and I was begging my friends to watch it for over a year. And they were like, no, nah, that movie's going to be ass. <laughs> Finally, they watched it and they were like, all right, yeah, that's that's on me. That was a good movie. Because it's got something for everybody. Because it's got the basketball going on. It's got an Adam Sandler and it's got, what's her name? Um, Julia Fox, Julia is it? Fox. Yeah, and it's like, like what like what more could you ask for if you're looking for a sports movie? You got everything. It's got, yeah. it's got one of my favorite Adam Sandler fucking gifts, videos, clips. Too, when he's fucking leaning forward and he's like, "Holy shit, I'm gonna fucking come!" Yeah. Um, yeah. I fucking, I love that. It's fucking, it's hysterical. Uh, he plays a dirtbag so well. Yeah. He does. He does. <laughs> OD. Yeah, see, my only problem with that movie is how much fucking yelling's in the movie. Like, it gives me like anxiety and like fucking high blood pressure when that shit's going on. But I feel like that's kind of the point. You yeah, know? no, early, exactly. Like, I think that's it, they did that really well because, like I said, the whole ending, like the just the up down up down mm-hmm. that he was doing it. Yeah. Definitely gets your heart racing. Like he's just screaming at all times, and then like he literally fucking just gets smoked. Like, oh no, spoiler! But he just gets fucking smoked out of absolutely because like you think the worst is gonna happen, they're gonna kick his ass or something. But he just gets fucking popped, and it's like that's it, that's it, mm-hmm. end of the movie. And he's just like they, they they do the pan out of his dead body on the ground. It's like that's rough, bro. That's yeah, this, tough. And it just ends like that too. Yep. Shout out Julia Fox. Though. She got a bag. She got all the winnings because she's dead now. Yeah, no, she's off that. And Jay, and the weekend slid on her too, which is another fucking W. <laughs> I forgot about that. That is true. Fuck it, yeah. I forgot. I, I forgot about that movie too. That movie's really. I only watched it like once or twice. Like I said, the screaming just drives me nuts. But like besides that, it's a fucking Super just a sports movie. movie. Yeah, exactly. For a sports movie, it actually has like a lot of fucking like kind of, like a little bit of uh, change Major to it. Like, yeah, exactly. There's a lot more than just the underdog story. Like there's a. I mean, I wouldn't call him selling underdog. He's just a fucking dirtbag in that movie. So I mean, it definitely has its nuances. Yeah, but before we uh, you and I go on ours, what did uh, Quill say? Uh, he said Rush, the um, uh, s- s- fucking is it NASCAR, uh, or it might be. He didn't say Ford versus Ferrari. He be he be chatting about that movie OD. Yeah, hold on. He's on a big into sports, uh, racing, and everything. He's a big yeah. F one fan. Ah, yeah, it's um, the, the, that's the one I didn't. Saw. I saw Ford versus Ferrari, which I thought was an amazing fucking movie. I still haven't seen that. I, I'm throwing yeah. on that one. No, I, I, I think that was a good movie, but I never saw Rush just because. Um, when did Rush come out? It's a slightly. It's probably an older movie because uh, it's that's uh, back when Chris Hemsworth was like kind of like newer to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think it was like right right around Thor one. It had to have been. Okay. Because Zemo's in it too. Let me let me let me search about Rush. Yeah, I never, I never heard of that movie. I never got into like racing and cars and all that. Yeah, like so, some of the movies are good. It's just like any other sports movie, in my opinion, where it has its great, it has some really good movies, and then like the ones that are like bad are fucking terrible. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm looking at it. Chris Hemsworth, Daniel Bruhl, mm-hmm. 2013. Yep. What is rated? Okay, I mean that's uh, all right. Maybe I'll tap yeah. it. Seems, it's, it's rated pretty decently. Yeah, so, so sports movies difficult because I feel like I have a, there's a whole bunch of them where it's like some of them I just like the story being told and some of them I really like the characters like a movie like this I like the characters but like something like Remember the Titans like the story on that shit is just so fucking good like it's it's just like I'm also like more football geared like football centric like I'm just gonna always gonna put like one of those movies in my top like fucking three like I'm always gonna... what's what's the Adam Sandler uh, football Water movie? Waterboy. no no the one where he's in prison the longest yard. Longest Yard, yeah, that's another that's good, good one. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blind Side is a, is Blind a side. classic. That's I'm a really good one. That one. That's an amazing movie. That's a that's that's a beautiful movie. That's one of those no. movies where it's like 
even if it was on cable and I had nothing else to watch, I would still kind of just throw it on because it's yeah, a, that's how, yeah it's, it's a banger cable movie, man. Because I feel like they play it pretty decently. Oh, I've seen it on, like, I, yeah, I've seen it on cable a lot. I feel like I would come home and our mom would be watching that so many times. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I feel like they'd be playing it on cable a lot. But yeah, that's a classic movie. Real pulls out the heartstrings. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, me personally, like going to it, I, I'm either going like Blindside. Or just a classic I remember from watching a lot as a kid, like Mike. I remember every time the fucking the teacher wheeled in the the little fucking big ass TV with the DVDs. <laughs> like for some reason, we were always like, "Let's watch like Mike." Like Mike, like Mike. Because there was there was like five different fucking selections that they had of DVDs. It's like you can watch this, the SpongeBob movie, fucking some like bullshit like cartoon. They'll starving. Dang. <laughs> Bellport, that's Bellport Elementary for you. Yeah, so I never had to experience that shit. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so the only – I'll throw a novel mention on there. So I'd say probably, like, I couldn't even give my number one. Like, I think Remember the Titans. Denzel is just so fucking good in that movie. And I think, like, just the story – because, like, it's it, it's one of those movies that's more than a football movie. It obviously deals with race and all that kind of stuff, like fucking desegregation and shit. But um, I, I would throw Moneyball in there as an honorable mention just because I don't like baseball. But I actually really enjoyed that movie. Ooh. It actually it actually made me interested in baseball, and you I know fucking what actually hate baseball. Was, was really good. Uh, Forty Seven, that Jackie Robinson movie where uh, Chadwick Boseman mm. was oh, Jackie. Yeah. That movie was really good as well. Um, there was another. There was some tennis movie that I saw the back half of. Well, was that the had, Smith one? No, no, no. It had Shia LaBeouf in it. Um, that Chet was watching one day. It was on HBO. Shia LaBeouf in a sports called. movie. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but that shit was pretty tough. I just I watched the back half of it, and I was very entertained. But I did hear the Will Smith one. Was it King? Somebody. Something. King. Yeah. King Williams. Yeah, somebody. It was. It's. It's. It's Serena Williams' father, I think. Something yeah. like that. Um, that movie I I heard is pretty good, but I haven't gotten around to watch it yet. Since no one mentioned it, I'll say the OG Space Jam is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's actually good. It's, 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 <laughs> a, it's actually entertaining, unlike mm. uh, LeBron. Yeah, I gotta say, gotta say, I love my man Brian. You know, he is my goat. MJ is by far the better actor. By, by far the better actor. Yeah, LeBron was saying some corny LeBron, LeBron just got time. that face. Like he just has that face <laughs> when he knows he's on camera, bro. And he's just like he's always cheesing. Like, yeah, exactly. He's always like cheesing and shit. So. It's the most uncomfortable thing he does, and it's like, bro, just pretend like you're doing a news conference or something, man. It's not that deep. Like, I don't know. Just play yourself. Did you see that new movie, um, House Party, that came out where they're throwing the party at LeBron's house? I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. So the theater so the, the theater by us, we Chet and I wanted to see it. The theater by us didn't have it. But I saw the clip at the end, and uh, LeBron, it's uncensored, and it's fucking ridiculous. Did you see LeBron say the N word was fucking? Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I've seen Bron curse and everything like that, but I never. That's Man, just, like see, like seeing seeing Bron saying saying the N word was fucking nuts. <laughs> but of course, fuck you, because uh, none of you answered. Thank you, Quill, for answering because you you know you're goaded. But fuck you all. Fuck the rest of you. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. Uh, we're just kidding, of course. Uh, but just stay tuned for the question of the week this Saturday, which will be posted at the Staincast on Instagram. Go follow it. The links in the fucking description. This is- this is literally us tossing a fucking layup for you guys to dunk when we're get asking these questions, asking the favorite sports movie. Like you can't just, you know, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Come on, but there's so many sports movies everybody watched growing up, and you're sitting here being like, "Oh yeah, no, I don't want to give any answers." You, I don't want to find a hideout spot like you. You, <laughs> fucking Arnold. But yeah, um, but that, but if, if anyone who fucking next, we also did. The um, Adam Sandler's acting, you had like a bar you put on there, yep. like a reaction bar to it. 
and there's only one someone someone violated someone put zero but, um, yeah someone violated someone put zero for his um his acting but everyone else there was like besides like uh chet gave it like a three like a 80 percent if you wanted okay. to go by there but everyone else gave it a full bar because you just said adam sandler's acting um you didn't clarify in the movie or just in general so i guess maybe that's why like because i mean if you watch jack and jill i think you're going to be a little biased don't, on don't, his don't acting but like if you watch if you watch this movie like in this movie he's actually like like for all, for lack of better words, exactly, he's fucking great in this movie. I'm a sucker for Adam Sandler, man. Pretty much any movie he's in, uh, yeah, I'm watching. I'm liking so, it. So, watching. Some are significantly better than others. Sure. Oh yeah, of course. For I mean, sure. you, you can tell when he's fucking mailing in a movie, but when he's actually putting effort into something, it's good. I'm not even gonna lie. Like there was one um, with Jennifer Aniston. He did. It was a Netflix like mystery movie. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it was like a murder. It might be murder mystery or something like that. But that, like even those like usually Netflix movies are not that good. But even that one, I I really liked. Have you watched Hubie Halloween? Oh, I did watch that one too. That one wasn't bad. It wasn't it wasn't anything crazy, but it wasn't bad. I just love that he literally said he's like, if I don't win an award for uncut gems, I'm making the worst movie possible. And then he made Hubie Halloween. He made Hubie Halloween. He already made Jack. He already made Jack and Jill though. So like you can't yeah. fucking. That's true. You, you DL, can't touch that. Deal. I think you know what time it is. It's time for the numbers. So let me share the screen. Oh my god! What are the numbers? Uh, it's just me it's looking through the. It's just me looking through. So basically, uh, for Jacob and anyone else is new, I just go on IMDb because fuck Rotten Tomatoes, um, and I just go by the audience score. Uh, you can see one hundred twenty-five thousand people voted on this. Average score of around seven and seven point three. Uh, it's really loaded. Like uh, so, basically, just breaking them down a little bit. There's nothing too much going on here. Uh, seven and eight, that's literally accounts for, what is that, quick math? Six, 65% yeah, of exactly. the entire ratings. Almost two-thirds. Yeah, exactly. So basically two-thirds of the movie. We'll round up. Fuck it. Um, two-thirds of the movie is coming from seven or eight, which I think is pretty. And then the rest. If you add point two, it does make it two-thirds. Yeah, because then when you have another 19-something percent coming from there as well. Like basically – Seven or above is what everyone ranked this movie. So I think that's pretty impressive. There's no, like, ridiculous amount of hate coming from it. Like, I know we'll see some movies where the one is super high, then it's kind of just regular. Oh, we, we got those. We got some of those. Oh! Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit, I zoomed in really far. Okay, um, for anyone who needs glasses, you'll uh, I guess I guess they can finally see the numbers. Uh, all right, so what we got here is nothing special. Uh. Eight thousand women voted on it, so this shit's already getting thrown out the window in terms of that, that the credibility of that. I mean, I guess you could say um, highest is somehow women aged forty five plus. I guess from Adam Sandler, I would have to guess, but I think that's kind of weird. But for the people, that, yeah, that's definitely weird. I mean, like you said, like with such a small sample size, eight thousand out of one hundred twenty five thousand yeah. people that have rated this, like. That's such a small sample size. I do know that the majority of NBA fans are, you know, males and everything like that. So that could kind of skew it. But I, yeah, you would think Adam Sandler would bring in more of a, a balance. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but but the fact what he's saying is the fact that that all of the the female ratings are higher than all of the male ratings, which is very yeah. interesting. Like like you said, more male, uh, more males watch the uh, NFL. Yeah, I mean the only the only one I the only one I take for certain is this shit. This is a seven point four because that's at least fifty percent of their sample. This stuff is like literally in, like a little less than an eighth, a little more yeah. than an eighth. Like, so I mean the, the male one we'll, we'll take a look at. Even so, some of them are more than others. 
So the biggest group voting by far is definitely 30 to 44, which is the people who grew up with Adam Sandler. So that's not unbelievable to sit, think about. Um, people 18 to 29, I, I feel like, I don't even know where I'd rate this movie because I feel like this movie kind of is like an every generation kind of thing because I know there's some movies where you can really tell where they're leaning to. Like, all right, this is for children. All right, this is for people who did this. This is for people who grew up for this or whatever the situation have you. But for this one, I really can't. Pe- family generational movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know if I consider a family, though, because, like, there definitely is quite a bit of cursing. There's some fucking little bit of nudity here and there. Maybe not family, but I would definitely say this is – this is not really looking for a generation of people. This is looking for a specific niche of people. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. A a niche of people that come with basketball. I actually did a a study one time for my sport management class when I was taking that. Majority of basketball fans are 30 to – like 45 i think so that might make sense oh well there it is yeah see yeah that makes the numbers do back that shit up so i'd agree but um just because the highest one like these ones are a little bit of grain of salt just because it's such a small uh segment of the total i'm just gonna say uh 18 to 29 uh people gave it a 7.3 but uh it's 0.1 so basically it's around the same yeah exactly it's like Yep, but uh, no more me overanalyzing these numbers. These numbers aren't telling too many stories this week, unfortunately, guys. These numbers don't matter. Let me tell you guys about the only numbers that do matter. Our own numbers and our ratings. Yes, sir. Let me find out where I did my notes um, at. Our opinions are much better than everyone else. Remember that. Exactly. But, Jacob, uh, we'll break it down for you so you, you know how it works. And for any new viewers that maybe are coming from his channel or have seen this for the first time, the way we, we structured is we have five categories. Each category we rank out of four. So we have story, acting, originality, rewatchability, and cinematography. We rank each of those out of four. We add them up, and then we have a score out of 20. Jacob, you look like you just fucked something up. Yeah, because I realized I did it out of five. That is okay. It don't matter. It doesn't it, matter. It ultimately doesn't matter. And, and honestly, I don't know why we didn't do five, because we don't really have a midpoint doing four. But yeah. it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's all right. So pretty much what, what we do is we each go down. We got we we do story. We each give our rankings, talk about it. We go to acting, same thing. And at the end, we just add it up and give our final thoughts. Should I just drop these down one number? That's what I'll do. Yeah, sure. I'll just do that. So we'll yeah, all be on the same page. I mean, regardless, it's like still technically a proportion of 100. Because, I mean, even if you have 25, that's up 25 or 20. You could just like whatever. Yeah, it don't, it don't matter. Not- it's, but, it's not like we're holding you. It's not like you're holding it to you anyway. It's not like, like two episodes and now we're going to be like, oh, how did Jacob give this thing a five? It's like. Yeah. No, but, but sometimes, some, sometimes the guests kind of just do like a agree or disagree thing also where like if they don't want to do the numbers, they'll just be like, all right, I gave it a four. He gave it a three. Who does he agree with more type shit? Exactly. I got my numbers, but yeah, I did mess up. I didn't understand uh, perfectly that it was out of four. So take it with a grain of salt. It's all right. I'll go like that. All, good. Go like that. all right. But I guess then we'll just start with story. Which we have been saying throughout this whole thing, the story is pretty formulaic, but mm-hmm. it's a story that works. It's definitely it's something yeah. that that is done well. The writing in it, especially, is done really well. Um, it like it just feels very un- not unique, but just very fluid. The conversations feel like actual conversations. It just yeah. um, the story moves along very well. The pacing is done very well. All leading to this for me to pretty much say I'm giving story a three. I agree. I also for all, gave it a three. Yeah. yeah. For all the same reasons like, you said, Hag. 
just about to say that. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a good redemption story for sure, but at the same time, it is a generic redemption story that most sports yeah. movies carry. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, Adam Adam Sandler definitely had this was definitely in his backpack for this movie because like. He kind of got away with it being a little on the generic side, but I wasn't really mad. Maybe because maybe because I haven't watched that many sports movies recently where I'm not like super like pissed off by the formula. But I mean, I can't say that for certain, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I thought it flowed well. It definitely didn't feel like super niche where it's like, oh, here comes the comeback. Here comes like it definitely like it was, it was more uh, earned, like it was built up, which I think was good. Yeah, no, definitely. I think all the ups and downs like made sense and where they were coming mm-hmm. from, why they were happening and all that. Exactly. Like they weren't just creating conflict just for the sake of him having to go through something to uh, overcome it. Like they actually made legitimate conflicts. Like, of course he's going to get chirped by a fucking, I mean, especially fucking Anthony Edwards, but I mean, of course he's going to get chirped by some fucking up and coming recruit. Like it makes sense. Yeah. People shit talking basketball all the, all time. the time. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, but I guess we can go over to the acting um, out of four. Uh, for me, I was going to give it a two, but I think just because of the fact that most of these guys are NBA players, I I, I like to bo- uh, boost it up to a three for this one case only because they did a pretty good job. Like the guys who are playing themselves, all right, that's a little different. You're literally just playing yourself. But like for, um, oh God, what's his Bo name? Cruz. Bo Cruz, thank you. It's like for someone who's like, entire profession revolves around like playing a sport like you wouldn't think he would have that kind of like secondary range of like also being able to like show emotions pretty well and like there were definitely some scenes where like he was kind of like overacting a little bit but i mean for someone who's i'm assuming this is his first role especially in a adam sandler film i have to give him props for it so i'll give it three yeah i mean i also gave it a three for all the reasons you said it's like the fact that these are basketball players who are known for playing basketball and not acting and they're able to 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 do it so well and then of course uh the real reason that that most of these points are coming from is adam sandler Mm -hmm. he pulls his weight in this movie you see his seriousness you see his struggle you see his like what he's climbing and clawing for and and you Mm -hmm. feel it like you really relate to the character yeah oh here we go again (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you guys do 0.5s or anything but i gave it a 3.5 just because, like you guys said, that most of the guys in this movie are basketball players. So I thought they did really well, especially Anthony Edwards. And, yeah, uh, I forgot Juan to mention him. Yeah. I think, and then Adam Sandler also. Those three guys alone, I think, brought this, you know, brought the score super high for me. But yeah, I think 3.5. It, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Then I guess scooting on down to originality. Now, of course, I'm surprised. I'm sure no one is going to be surprised by this. This one's getting a two. Um, it's, we've been saying over and over again, it's formulaic. It's a, it's, it's a lot of the same shit over and over again that we've seen in other things. I will just say the fact that we more see this from the coach's perspective and like this or slash scouting perspective over the player, like the player's kind of taking that secondary role is where I'll give it pretty much its originality points. We, most of the time we see this, we're seeing it from the point of view of the player or, or like a family member of the player. We don't really ever get this coach's point of view. Okay. Uh, I'm in the same group. I gave it a two also. And the only reason I didn't give it a one is because I'm going to agree with you there. Now with him being a coach, it's the scout perspective. I feel like scouts are kind of just never spoken about. Like there's so fucking many of them on every team in every league. And you never really hear too much about like what they do on a daily basis unless you like follow that kind of stuff. And I think it definitely was interesting to see it from the point of view of someone who's literally just going around 
shooting fucking sh- like just shooting shots on these random players around the world. I think it was really cool. Like it's a cool concept to explore compared to just being a coach. And it's like, oh yeah, this coach is a hard ass. This coach fucking has a winning mentality where it's like, it's literally just a fucking scout just trying to provide for his family and trying to get home for his daughter's birthday. It was more, it added more to it than just the regular, like fucking, Bullshit. yeah, exactly. The regular fucking tropey, super predictable uh, outcomes of most sports movies. But I still only give it a two because, I mean, it's a sports movie that come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I also gave it a two. We have very similar, very mm-hmm. similar ratings so far. Yeah, this usually happens. Usually everything's around the same. There are some movies where there's stark differences, though, which, of yeah. course, we always, we always love a good debate. Of course, of course. The DL, you want to take us into rewatchability? Yeah. Uh, so, so considering I've only watched this once, like, I literally watched it, I, I don't want to speak too much on it, just because I think I'm not a very good source to take advice from when I've watched it once. But I'd give it, I think I'd give it a two, just because I think it is a tiny bit long. Uh, two hours is kind of... A little long for a sports movie, I guess, for some people. I think it was more like in that hour 40 ball club. But, I mean, what do I know? I've watched it once. I I enjoyed it on the first watch. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to that. But I'd probably give it a two. Yeah, so I also gave it a two. I mean, this is only my second time seeing or Second? Yeah, second time seeing it. Um, I think the the rewatch didn't hinder it. Like, it it, it still is, like, a good movie. A really good, enjoyable movie on rewatch. I just don't see myself going out of my way too often to put this on if i see it or if i'm hanging out with someone and they're like hey do you want to watch hustle i'll be like yeah sure throw it on but i'm not really going to go too much out of my way to 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 throw it on okay yeah i, I kind of chuckled when you said too because i also have given it a two i generally don't really rewatch movies at all to be honest with you um but same point that like you said like you know rewatching it i wasn't like ah damn i can't wait for this to be over whatever yeah. i know what's happening like it, it, it was a it was an enjoyable movie to watch even the second time, but I, I usually don't rewatch movies too often like that. Yeah. No, I agree. It's definitely more of the franchises that get the super heavy rewatching and stuff like that. But uh though another another thing I'll add on for rewatchability is uh I think if I think if it was if if the uh if the if like if I'm looking for a sports movie, I think it would be higher. Because I think I really did enjoy this as a sports movie, but okay. like there are so many great movies that are still coming out, have come out, and it's like I just couldn't be able to cl- get through all the noise and get to this movie. But if someone's like, "All right, put on a sports movie," it's on Netflix, which means it's really accessible to most people. Well, not much anymore. With okay, yeah, aspects. yeah, so I, I'm sure, I, I'm sure that's gonna age like fucking milk. They but I mean, that already. Really? They? Yeah, they Good. literally the next day they said that it was it was a leak. It wasn't meant hmm. to be. I'm sure it was a leak. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> they just realized they're about to lose fifty yeah. percent of their their users. And they were about like, to lose like a hundred percent of their users. Ten years, yeah. five years ago, they would have gotten away with that shit, but not now. Not when HBO Max, Every, Disney Plus. Go to Hulu. Like literally, there's mm-hmm. plenty of. Different I was gonna say, like watch. literally, if 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 Netflix would have stopped their password sharing. I already pay for Disney Plus and, and HBO Max. I would find another way to watch their shows. It, it's going to be looking slow for Netflix. Like when Stranger Things ends, like what do they really have? That's like the, the like UN, Netflix. You ends March 9th. So yeah, that's their second popular show. Stranger Things is going to end either next year or 2025. Ozark ended. That was Ozark another big ended. poll. What are they going to have? Squid Games for one more season? Squid Games too. <laughs> I really don't go on Netflix at all. To yeah. Like, I think HBO Max and Hulu clear them like it's by far way better than Netflix. We, we had this debate we had this debate uh what last episode a couple episodes ago yeah. the favorite streaming service is like hbo 
is blowing things out of the water right now with with everything that they have. It's just got the legacy. It's got so much legacy um, products where, where it's like you can watch movies from like 50 years ago that are yeah, like exactly. But that, that's that's enough of that tangent. Let's finish off these numbers with cinematography. Now this one I feel like might be different between all of us. Um, I give cinematography oh, no. too. Uh, there's not all right. Never mind. Oh no. Um, there's not much really going for it. Like it's good shot. I think that the basketball edits and like the way that the the scrimmages and and the practicing like it's well shot, but it's not doing anything groundbreaking. It's not doing anything. There's not sp- any one specific shots that I can really pinpoint out. It's like that's it. That's the one that that gives this the three or the four. That I think a two just suffices for it. Yeah, no, I also gave it a two, and literally on my notes I say nothing spectacular, which is basically what you said. And then, like I mentioned before, the uh, that the training scene where you know they were going, uh, or the scrimmage scene, and like those shots, I thought that was really cool. That's where it's mostly getting the points. But other than that, it was pretty, pretty standard shots throughout the movie. Yeah, and I, I agree with you 100%, Jacob. I'm literally in the exact same thing. I mean, I hate to be the guy who chimes in with the, thir- the third two, but I'm giving it a two also because it's like you said, the scenes that it needed to look good, it was smooth. It's buttery smooth. Like like them like pay, doing pickup, them just like doing a scrimmage or whatever. It's a fucking – it looks damn good. I mean, like we said, these guys are basketball players, but it's just like the camera's in the right spots. But at the end of the day, you can only have – like there's a ceiling on a sports movie. Like you're not going to have like a shot that you're like mesmerized by it's, it's a cool shot, but it's not like, wow, I got to frame this and put this on my fucking wall type shot. Yeah, That's true. Exactly. But I guess adding everything up, that leaves Hustle for me at a 12 out of 20. You bastard. What? You copied me, you piece Fuck of shit. You. Hey, I got a 12.5. So. <laughs> he's, he's different. He, yeah, he's, he's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm different. Uh, but overall, just final thoughts. Um, it's a great movie. Like DL said, it's questionable on it if it could really be considered family or not because of the amount of cursing and, and everything in it. But I think it's it's definitely at least worth the watch, especially if you're a basketball fan and you've never oh, yeah. seen this movie. It is one hundred and ten percent worth the watch. Mm-hmm. It, it's just cool when you see like big like big names like basketball players in movies because like it's cool to kind of like put like a voice to the name too because I know all these guys face a bit. I didn't even realize Anthony Edwards that guy. He's kind of a high voice. I expected him to have like a little bit more of like a super monotone deep voice, but like. I don't know if that was him in character. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not pop. I'm not saying that fucking deep, but like, there's some guys I just look at them. I'm like, all right, this guy's got like a deep voice, but I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe it was Kermit. Maybe he was in character. If maybe. you want to be surprised, if you've never heard Carl Anthony Towns speak, no, I have. Oh my, no. Yeah, now I, he, a lot of people, a lot of people get on him for that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look because yeah, he has a more of a higher pitched voice, and he's also seven foot tall and like yeah. two hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> Jesus, so he wouldn't ridiculous. think that, but yeah, his voice is like pretty similar pitch to mine. While he's you know triple my size, yeah, huge. Jesus, yeah, I, I used to be a Wolves fan back in the day. Throwback, the Wolves. The but um i guess thank you all for tuning in of course uh go over to jacob's channel jacob thank you for joining us if you would like to plug yourself thank you for having me thank you for having me yeah oh. like i said if you guys made it all the way through this part you probably like the movie which means you probably like basketball gonna like my channel in the description go subscribe we drop basketball videos usually twice a week so make sure you go on to that yes and like no, no, I was going to say, like you said, we'll have all this information in the bio for our, but we can do it with our Spotify and our YouTube, even though I'm looking at the numbers. It looks like you guys are all jumping onto our YouTube and you guys really aren't using Spotify as much. So well, we're still, of course, going to support it because it takes two seconds comparative to YouTube. Yeah. But I mean, whatever's more convenient for you guys, the links will be there. 
Of course. We'll, we'll have the links on, on everything. Subscribe to him. Send him a message. Let him know that we sent you. Of course, as usual, follow us on Instagram at the Staincast. We post reels. We post reels a couple times a week. We post our teasers every Saturday, of course, with the question of the week. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, comment, leave us some review on Apple Music and, and Spotify. Buy our merch. It's in our Instagram bio. We have pretty good merch. We have some new merch dropping very soon oh, yeah. with the release yes. of Star Wars, which Star Wars, of course, does start in two weeks. We got next week's episode, which we are covering Nightcrawler, which oh. we will have a, a guest oh. for that as well. And then, of course, we kick off two long and fun months, or three long and fun months of Star Wars. Yes, sir. But, of course, thank you guys again. Stay tuned for the question of the week on Saturday, and we'll see you next week with Nightcrawler. Catch y'all. Peace. Then we both did the same.